Hey there, patriots. I hope you're having a great day. I'm Melissa, Red Pill the World with the Freedom Force Battalion. We are going to have a great time today. If you are new, definitely go check out the website freedomforce.live, L-I-V-E. We have about a thousand videos about how this is biblical, what we are all experiencing together as humanity, and you're going to love it. It's actually good news. The Lord told me to tell the good news of the kingdom. His kingdom is coming. His will will be done on earth as it is in heaven, just like he said. And so today we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about Mr. Wonderful President Trump's most recent rally that he did on his campaign stop. We're also going to talk about what in the world is going on with this Speaker of the House debacle. Uh, we're also going to give you some really cool clues and we're also going to talk about the truth about Israel. I want to make sure that we really make sure that we understand what's really going on in Israel because it's really hot and it's really confusing. So I'll be right back after the break to tell you about that. All right, Patriots, let's get started. The first thing I want to show you is our wonderful President Trump uh, in a speech years ago, right when he took office and what he said this movement was about. And you're going to love it because it's talking about we're taking back our government. Check it out. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington... How about that? Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a government controlled by you, the American people. Did you hear that? I want you to memorize that. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a government that is controlled by you, the American people. That is what we're doing. That is what we're about. And you're going to love it because that's what we're seeing before our eyes. Look at what's happening in the speaker's race. Today, it was so funny. We had seven uh, up for uh, to be speaker, and then it was six, then five, four, three, two, one, and then Emmer's out. <laughs> so we're running out of people. So what does that tell? I, I don't know. I need to put a, a poll out on, on my website. If you're new, definitely go and check out um, our website, freedomforce.live, and you can see all of our, our social medias right here. So, and join all the social media because you know, we haven't been banned from any of them, but definitely go in and join all those so you can keep up with what was what's going on. And I'm going to put a poll over there and just say, hey, you know what? What? You know, which is it going to be? Is President Trump going to be the speaker? Or is it just going to be completely shut down? It's, it's very interesting. We're going to have a government run by the people. And the ones who are up there right now, they're, it's curtains. It really is. They're, it, the post I just put out the other day, a video, um, I talked about this is their retirement cleaning the house is their retirement. Okay. If you're new to that, you didn't see it. I want you to go and check this out. Let me see if I can go back and I'm going to actually pull up. Let me see. Let me pause real quick. Cause I want you to see something super quick. Okay. On, this is my rumble channel and you can see that my most recent videos, here's one I just did about martial law and it's talking about, um, what, what is really going to happen? What is happening now as far as the house cleaning, and the, uh, you know, are these people going into retirement? So it's very, very interesting what's going to happen. I don't know. We're just, you know, watching as it goes by, as, as this, as, as we go step by step. But today, President Trump, uh, who is such a huge 
voice. It's hard to even describe how huge his voice is. He said, I have so many wonderful friends wanting to be Speaker of the House, and some are truly great warriors. Rhino Tom Emmer, who I do, do not know well, is not one of them. So he called him a rhino. So next thing you know, he's out. <laughs> he's out, gone. So they are desperate to spend money to to foment this war in Ukraine and in um, and in in Israel, of course. And so, <laughs> this is what's so funny. They can't spend it. They've the debt ceiling has been suspended, but they can't spend any money. And because they have to, they have to approve it. <laughs> so great. I love it. The longer that this goes on, the less money they can spend. And we're out of money on the 17th. And as I told you on the video just the other day, we can't even get any financing. It's as if you spent all, you know, just got credit card after credit card after credit card and filled them all up to the max. And at a certain point, you can't get any more credit. That's where we are as a country. So all of this is converging and coming to a head. And they're desperate for more, more money. <laughs> They've bled us dry, as that, that video says. Um, I just posted that video on, uh, on the social media. So you can check out to see the whole video by President Trump. All right. So then... Okay, I need to pause again. So this is uh, this is uh, Troy Nels from Texas, and he said he's going to nominate President Trump. Let's check it out. I voted president. So you got to understand, you go through the alphabet. You start at A, and you move your way forward through the alphabet. Voting in in the closed door vote about would they want to take Emmer to the floor to see if, if they would have enough votes to get Emmer there. And so, because Emmer didn't want to go and be, um, uh, you know, humiliated if he wasn't going to have enough votes. They wanted to go and do this in a private vote before they took it to the floor. So that's what they were doing. That's what he's describing in that meeting. By the time it got to the letter N, uh, I voted president. I think there were four others, maybe five others. At that point in time, we already had upwards of 20 uh, that said that they could not support uh, Tom Hammer for speaker. And this was a roll call vote. This was no, you know, secret ballot. This was everybody having the stand. Uh, in Indiana, I think there were maybe 28 or so that stated they're going to choose someone else other than Tom Emmer. I think Johnson had some. I think uh, Jim Jordan had the most with about 12 or 15. So this is, this is, we are again back to where we started. <laughs> This is where we're at. So now you have eight willing to, to step up and try to provide that leadership, and uh, we're not there. So now what are we going to do? Are we Are going to find another round? Let's go into the, the third round of draft choices, right, and find people willing to do this again? I don't know. I, if he wants to go to the floor, he can go to the floor. Uh, if we go to the floor, you know what I'm doing. I mean, that's make no mistake. I'll be nominating Donald J. Trump. There you go. <laughs> Let's watch and see. It would be very interesting because so many of these people owe President Trump. They really do. They owe him because he's the one who's who has helped them to get into uh, into their office. And what's going to happen is the people are going to call like their hair's on fire. So my question to you guys is, would it be President Trump? As speaker, or is it going to be shut it down? I, it's going to be very interesting to watch and see. But Troy Nell said if he gets the opportunity, he's going to bring up President Trump. And I'm telling you, they're running out of people. And look at what President Trump said. 
They are flipping out when he said this. There's only one person that can do it all the way. You know who that is? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus came down and said, I want to be speaker. He would do it. Other than that, I haven't seen, I haven't seen anybody that can guarantee it. But... <laughs> I love it. I love President Trump to pieces. That's awesome. Yes, Jesus for speaker. There you go. All right. What if, okay, so um, MJ Truth posted this about um when President Trump went before New Hampshire and we're like, what is President Trump talking about on this, about these missiles coming from Iran? Check it out. Do you remember when I did something to Iran and they shot missiles? Well, those are typically very accurate missiles, but did you notice every single one of them missed, right? I wonder why they missed. I wonder why. I wonder why they missed. They went at a certain base that we had, a lot of people in that base. But they all landed a little outside the base. I wonder why some, someday you're going to think about that. Then you're going to think about, did we know they weren't going to hit the base, too? How about that? But uh, they didn't hit us. They needed some kind of reply, I guess, but they didn't hit us. There you go. <laughs> I'm just going to say, you think it had something to do with Jesus Christ, our Lord Jesus. Stopped it. I don't know. I don't know what he's trying to indicate, but something happened that prevented them from harming us. We are safe. I really do believe this is this is biblical. The Lord is protecting us. There's nothing that can that can happen. We are in this battle, and and uh, the Lord has sealed us. Remember in, in uh, Revelation 14, and I talk about this in the book End Times and a Thousand Years of Peace. If you aren't familiar with my book, my books End Times, they're all about the end times. I, I never even taught taught end times been teaching god's word for 40 years and i never even taught about end times until i woke up i'm like oh dear and the lord helped me piece it together in this book here the one end times in a thousand years of peace i talk about that that very thing yeah so it's very very exciting um all right so then th here's a, another interesting thing that um let me see if this is the next one okay so um it, but how we, we are sealed about how we are sealed for this day to be in this this battle. So we have nothing to worry about at all. All right. He said he's he's uh, having a good time. Is that the next one? I want to make sure. I don't want to miss anything. I want to show you everything. Oh, we will stop World War Three. We will stop World War Three. Check it out, what he says here. Unbelievable. <laughs> and this guy's in charge of the most dangerous time in our history. He's in charge of it. And... The weaponry is so massive and so powerful that uh, this won't be World War II or World War I with army tanks running around shooting at each other. Uh, World War III will be an obliteration. It'll be something like nobody's ever seen before. And we have a man that's not capable. He's not capable. All they, they're really good at cheating on elections, but that's not him. That's a whole group of radical left lunatics. To every American who's terrified that Crooked Joe's weakness will cause catastrophic global conflict. Excuse me, it already is. I make this promise to you as president. I will restore peace through strength and we will prevent, we will stop World War III. This is what's going to happen. We've been in this battle since October 2017, many of us, and some before that, but you know, we didn't we actually, since we've been fighting together since is October 2017. And this battle, this has been going on, had been going on already, I think, 20 years before that. We have not gotten to this point for this whole thing to just end up in World War III. That's not what's going to happen. That's not what's going to happen. So, yeah, he's going to prevent it. And he's our peacemaker in chief.
Look at what he did with the Abraham Accords. And I'm going to talk about that here in a little bit, but I'm going to, I'm going to go step by step through everything I want to show you. All right, so um, he says he's having a good time. And for a different reason, he says, we're going to make our country great again. I think that we've been waiting for Israel to pull this false flag. He posted FF four times. He's saying that this is a military operation that they're doing so that they can, they can take the Gaza Strip and, and uh, take all this land and foment this World War III. This is what he said. He was basically indicating that that is what's going on. And he's having a good time because he knows that they have, they've, they've, They've done like the torpedo in the Red October. They've they've basically shot themselves. Okay, so just just watch out. It's going to be okay. Hold on, real quick. I'm going to show you this one, President Trump. And indicted as a political opponent. You know, when you're finished, President. But we're not finished. By the way, if I was, I probably would be right now having a good time in life. But I'm having a good time for a different reason because we're going to make our country great again. We're going to bring it back. It's going to be amazing, you guys. I was just talking with a friend about that today. It's going to be so beautiful. Ten new cities, lots and lots of babies, everyone well, no more mental illness. Don't, don't forget, if you have or anyone who's depressed or hang, anxiety, this is on purpose. They did this to us on purpose. Go and check out freedomforce.live slash depression. You can go on the, uh, and look at all these links right here. The Lord has helped me to piece it together. Healing my, you know, my heart is doing amazing, amazing. All these things to help lift this mental, mental disorders. It's really, really amazing. And he's having a great time because he knows that how close we are. I really do think that that's what he's saying. All right. So I want you to see that. Okay. I've got so much to show you. Okay. So he's going to, we're going to make this country great again. And we're, I really feel so like we're so close. All right. So this was something where president Trump is talking about, um, about, about, about Palestine, but this is, remember when he's talking, this is genius level. This is where he's trying to make sure that we, um, understand that, you know, well, he's making sure that the enemy thinks that he's for them. He's a genius, but we understand he's using high-level strategy. He's expecting us to understand just like with the, the jab. He expected us to understand, and, and he, he, can't, he can't baby us. We have to be put on our big girl pants and our big boy pants. We have to be able to see through what he's doing. And, of course, the people who are asleep, we can't worry about that. But for us patriots, we know what he's told us on the board. It is clear who our enemy is. And to, and to understand he will not give signals and, and, and uh, uh, tell the, the enemy what he's going to do. And so the point is these people are dangerous and he's got to act like, oh, I'm for you, for sure. I'm I'm with you because those being mean Palestinians, okay? So we're going to, that's what he's trying to say. You've got to be able to see through it, okay? And I'm going to talk about, if I can remember, I'm going to talk about lies in a second. Four days ago, Crooked Joe Biden gave one of the most dangerous and deluded speeches ever delivered from the Oval Office. It was disaster. Not only presentation, which was a duka, it's the words that were really bad. Less than one week after, innocent men, women, children, and babies were kidnapped, raped, tortured, slaughtered in the worst terror attack in Israeli history. It was the worst in their history, actually. Babies, I guess they said 42 babies with their heads chopped off. Think of that one. They don't even want to talk about it. 
he's, we, we already know they've even come out and they've said that this was not true. We've had evidence that this was not true. The girl recanted her statement saying that that's what somebody told her. They, so, but he's bringing this out as if it's fact. He says they don't even want to talk about it. In other words, they, because they were caught in a lie. That's why they don't want to talk about it. So President Trump knows full well what's going on, but he's using what they've done, what they've said, as if it's true, to, to draw people over there. Oh, you know, he, is, he is playing a huge worldwide game of chicken. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. And we've been told too much on the boards, and, and we know that who are true enemy is and pre and but you these people are so dangerous you can't go and say oh well these people are the enemy and whatever because they would they would push a button that's just where we are that's just with the power that they have i'm going to show you that from from mr mcgregor oh 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 not mr mcgregor <laughs> it's a um, general mcgregor admiral mcgregor somebody mcgregor okay i was going to tell you about lies president is he lying how could he lie is that right to lie yes Yes, it is. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> of course. It's great to lie. Look at Rahab. She lied to the soldiers and saved the lives of the spies. Remember Jael? She lied to Sisera and she killed him in her tent and so saved all of the people of Israel from the from this Sisera uh, band. Um, he Remember um, David, King David, when he went to the Philistines, he pretended like he was insane. Yes, it's fine to lie when you're protecting the innocent. That's a-okay. Of course, just like in your home, you don't go around telling everyone your password. If they ask your password, you have to tell them? No. You have to tell them, give them a, a key to your house? No. Hello. Come on. Everybody's got to... <laughs> Come on, grow up. It's bigger, you know, we've got to be smart. Wise as serpents, harmless as doves. We're not trying to deceive anyone, but we're trying to protect the innocent. Okay, so yeah, come on. All right, you lie every day. You don't tell anybody your, your business and when you're going to be here and when you're going to be there. Okay, so October 4th, it says Anon's ready. And it was the very, it was on that very day that the house was that uh, well, the third was when McCarthy was removed, and the fourth was when it's the house started to be cleansed, being cleaned. It says done in thirty. Maybe that's what it was talking about. It's the house would be cleaned in thirty. And I showed this video, this post the other day. I want to talk about it a little bit more on this video. So what if that done in thirty was from thirty days since? McCarthy was ousted. It's been quite the ride with us looking at what, what do you mean we don't have a Speaker of the House? Everybody has to be going, what's going on? Most, a lot of people are asleep, completely asleep. They don't watch any of this. They're not paying attention. But most people have to go, this is outrageous. It's all this time and we don't have a Speaker. What if it's 30 days? And that would take us to November 2nd, okay? Done in 30. Um, but 10.30 is post number one. October 28th, actually, let's see, is post number one. Oh, no, 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 okay. That the morning of October 30 is when Hillary is supposed to be arrested on a Monday. On a Monday. He wasn't talking about 2017. He was talking about potentially this coming Monday. <laughs> I don't know, you guys. I'm 
just showing you this post and what the the anons are saying, and I want to make sure that you stay up on all of all of that. So what if that? And then it says eleven three is Friday and eleven four is Saturday. What if that is the MAGA promise? What is the MAGA promise? It's talking about get your popcorn. Friday and Saturday will deliver on the MAGA promise. This is a post. I don't even know what the number. October thirty first, twenty seventeen. That Friday and Saturday. But if it's the the third and fourth. Of November. Okay, let me show you a, a calendar. Here we are. What if on Monday before Halloween? Oh, isn't that great? Before this witch gets to celebrate Halloween um, on uh, Monday 30. What if what if she is arrested on that Monday, the 30th of October? And then the then you've got this is done in 30, which is the 30 the second of November. And then the MAGA promise is the third and fourth. And it, it talks about this suicide weekend. If they know that Hillary's been arrested on the 30th. What if they, they know someone's coming for them this that following weekend? I'm telling you, these people, they know that they're going to be brought before an open shame because people are going to find out what they've done. I don't know if this is it, but it sure feels like it. It feels like it. And so this is where you get the 11.3. Um, we have initiated certain fail-safes that shall safeguard the public from the primary fallout, which is slated to occur. 11.3 upon the rest announcement of Mr. Podesta, and of course Hillary, which uh, and, and the actual 11.4. Confirmation to the public of what is occurring will then be revealed. It will not be openly accepted. They were like, what's going on? Why, could, why are these people being arrested? Because there's so much... Uh, deception, so much propaganda. Okay, I wanted to show you all of that. We'll see. We will see. It's coming up real soon. So we will see if it's, as I've said before, we, we think about certain things. If, if these certain things don't happen, we'll just keep going. We'll keep fighting until we get to the finish line because we, it's, it, we got, we're closer than we were today than we were yesterday. So every day we get closer to the finish line and I trust the plan. I know that this is going to happen. I will be right back after the break to tell you more. Patriots, let's go. This is our wonderful Patriot Mike Lindell and all that he's doing. He's working so hard to secure our elections this November. Remember, I was showing you the calendar. The, the elections are coming up on the 7th. And we've got to make sure that these things, we, that, that we identify if anybody has been cheating and then they're going to be in serious hot water. And of course, then President Trump, the seven years since President Trump was elected is coming up on the 8th. That's seven years. Did you hear me? Seven years. So uh, I just thank you, Lord, for so much for Mike Lindell and all that he's doing. I love how he says, God gave me this platform for such a time as this. We will not stop until our, we have secured our elections. That's, I mean, amazing. He spent $60 million, you guys. That's just outrageous to me. He is, the Lord has certainly put him in this position for such a time as this. So let's go and su support him. We need all those WMDs so we can see if they, if they are cheating on our elections. And so go to lindelloffensefund.org or go to mypillow.com slash Melly, mypillow.com slash Melly and get Christmas presents. It's time to start shopping for Christmas. You can get sheets for people $24.98, as low as $24.98. You can get um, the slippers. You can get my coffee. You you can get the kitchen towels, uh, the new sugar, uh, uh, sugar, um, my towels, uh, wonderful products that you can get and support election integrity. That's just 
We've got to do that. I love it. The Election Crime Bureau to eliminate these voting machines. I really do think that that's what's happening in Palestine. I don't think that they voted for Hamas. And I just have a video. I didn't, didn't get it for you guys today. But you know what? I need to go. Let me just go pause real quick and I'll get that for you. I found it. This is where Hillary was saying, I do, I do not think we should have pushed for an election in the Palestinian territories. I think that was a big mistake. And if we were going to push for an election, then we should have made sure that we did something to determine who was going to win. Listen to that. Check it out. I do not think we should have pushed for an election in the Palestinian there you go. They have always been in here trying to control elections. Now, I don't, so I, well, my point is, I don't believe that the Hamas was chosen by the people. I, if, if, they, if it was, then it's because they've been duped so, through so much brainwashing. And this is, but the, the point is, we cannot have the election machines not show the will of the people. And so she, you know, basically is saying that we need to rig it. Okay, that's what she was saying. So this is what we are working so hard. Thank you, Mike Lindell. Don't forget, go to lindelloffensefund.org or mypillow.com slash Melly. Let's support him in trying to get our election set right because if we don't, then we are in the same shape as the Palestinians. Look at what's happening to them. It's out, outrageous. It's just so awful. All right, so um, yeah, so check it out. Then this is something that President Trump posted. Um, uh, Trump drought. That was it. He, they were having this huge event. And what did they send a picture of but the clock? And what time did it say on the clock? 11-3. <laughs> there you go again with another clue on what's happening. So 11-3 is coming up, which is on a Friday. And Saturday is the 4th. And that just seems really crazy coincidence there. So we'll see. I'm just ready for this to all get figured out, aren't you? All right, so yeah, this is um, uh, Malika Crowley, and I'm not going to play it. My time is going to run out, but um, she says, peace ain't profitable, and isn't that the case? We are realizing that they are, that they do this all because war is money, money, big money, and that's who has to be, these people have to be arrested. These are crimes against humanity that they would foment wars to, to fill and line their pockets. This is so awful. They're ramming this propaganda down our throats so we will agree to go to war and we're not buying it. That's one of the great things this time is that in the past they, they used it and we bought it hook, line, and sinker. We fell for it, but we're not doing that this time, which is so, so great. Here is um, McGregor. Is this his name? I feel like I'm calling him the wrong name, like Farmer McGregor. Anyway, um, but he is talking about that Israel is the wild card. Check this out. This is a high-end conventional war that we're looking at with the potential to go nuclear, which obviously I don't think we or the Russians want to happen, but we have the wild card in Israel. They do have a nuclear capability. We don't know what the tripwire is for them to employ such a weapon. At that point, of course, all bets are off, and, and I think most of the world would turn against Israel. There you go. The wild card. What is he saying? What is he saying? He's saying you can't trust them. They'll, they'll, they'll push a nuclear button. So what he's saying, he say he's trusting Russia and America, but not Israel. That's what he's saying. They have nuclear capability, and we, we have their backs in the corner. 
this dangerous animal. He's not saying that, but I am. And we don't know what the tripwire is for them to employ such a weapon. And then the whole world would turn against Israel. That we will, as don't forget, President Trump said, we will prevent World War III. We will stop it because that's where they want to head because they don't want to be held accountable for their crimes. So this is one of the pieces of propaganda. They've had so many pieces of propaganda to get us basically like, like ad advertising dollars to get us to buy, you know, hamburgers. But in this way, they're trying to get us to buy into this war. And so what is he coming out with? He says Hamas fighters had chemical weapon instructions. Look at this and tell me if you don't think this is totally made up. It's Al-Qaeda material, official Al-Qaeda material. We're dealing with ISIS, Al-Qaeda, and Hamas. This is what we're dealing with. And in, those, in, and in this material, there were instructions how to produce chemical weapons. This is, it speaks about uh, uh, arson, and it speaks uh, uh, about uh, uh, various chemicals uh, that uh, come out and produce chemical weapons. It's Al-Qaeda. Okay, they use their, 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 you know, like we have a trouble with the language and, oh, we do make a chemical, make a chemical weapon. You know, it sounds like he's a two-year-old trying to talk, but it's, it really, we've always thought, oh, it's because he, there's a language barrier. No, it's because they're just making stuff up. They're literally making stuff up and saying, oh, they're trying to get all us hair on fire and say, we need to go into a, a war. We're not buying it. We're not going. You, you can forget it. And we don't need to see any more of this. We're the, the, This is war propaganda, and you're the target. We're not buying it anymore. And that's where they, they keep throwing out more stuff and more stuff, and, and it, nothing is working. And uh, uh, Bannon even said that today. He said that they've lost the propaganda war. They've lost the, lost the information war. Now, this is from our wonderful uh, uh, bio-clandestine. He says, I took a break from the psyops for the weekend. I sat back and observed from a distance while emotions settled. And here's what I see. There is a massive propaganda campaign by Israel and their Western partners seeking to garner public support for an all-out war in the Middle East. The Israeli government has are running YouTube ads, Twitter and X ads, CBS roundtables with the Five Eyes Intel leaders promoting Israel funding during football games. They are advertising war like the company would promote a product or an event. The people, the American people are being targeted via PSYOP. At first, I thought the propaganda was for public and political support to secure funding for Israel like we do to Ukraine, but this appears to be even more severe. Israel appears like they want to drag the U.S. directly into the conflict. That's why they have not gone in. Because they don't want the, the, everyone complaining against them. Of course, they're bombing horribly. But they want America to be the one who catches the blame go, by going into Gaza. And, and we have not done it. We're not going over there. Um, we'll see. We'll see what they're going to do. But President Trump, is, you know, it's all been delay, delay, delay. And especially because they don't have the money. They don't have the approval to do it. Thank God. Thank you, Lord. Okay, all this is really amazing timing. Israel appears like they want to drag the U.S. directly into the conflict in the Middle East because if they invade Gaza and Hezbollah gets involved, then Iran gets involved, Jordan, Syria, Lebanon, and Egypt. I mean, all the, all the whole Middle East gets involved. It's going to be a, a whatever. Thus, shit show. Thus, Israel wants the U.S. to fight the conflict for them, which is why I believe the American people are being so heavily targeted with pro-Israeli war propaganda. U.S. involvement would significantly benefit the Biden regime as well. More war, more chaos, more opportunities to launder money to their deep state partners, more avenues of revenue for the war machine, immediately whitewash the massive failure in Ukraine. 
same, same, same that they've always done. This is how they play it. This is their playbook. Playbook is known. It's not, they don't play, have a different playbook. This is the same one they do all the time. If the status quo remains, Trump is going to win 2024. World War III might be their only option if they're running and they are running out of time. This appears a prelude to war. Well, that's what everybody's talking about, but I just stand with President Trump. He says we're going to prevent World War III. How they're going to do it, I don't know, but we're getting here to the, <laughs> we're getting to the precipice here right now is what we're doing. Now, Elon posted this. I have no idea how to say this. Okay, actually it says, ex machina. I don't know if that's, whatever. I have no idea. Day Day X Makina, whatever it is. Oh, you know what? Maybe. Oh, this is not live. This is not live, so I can't share it for you. Uh, play it for you. Okay, so he posted this, and it means an unnatural or very unlikely end to a story or event that solves or removes any problems too easily. Thank you, Elon Musk. Not only are you telling us this fancy word here, you're also telling us that you believe it. <laughs> That you believe that something big is going to happen that's going to solve all of these, this multitude of problems. I was talking to a friend of mine today. She's very upset about so many of these things. I'm like, just hang on tight. We're going to get to this do ex machina, but where all of this gets settled out and sorted out. And then all of this that we've gone through, it's, everything's going to become clear. So we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Um, so yeah, this is... This is a something unlikely is going to happen that's going to solve all of this. So thank you, Elon Musk, for that. That's very encouraging. Now, I'm going to show you 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. This is talking about the um, the, the great apostasy. Let me see if I can work and move me. The great apostasy, the great falling away. Now, if you remember, the Pope just said they were going to bless same-sex marriages. I was like, really? And so, so one of the Christians was coming on there and saying, this is the, the great apostasy, which I don't disagree with. It's more than that, though. It's bigger even than that because the Pope is just a, uh, a pawn for the New World Order. He's just one of their, of their, their uh, pawns. Now, brethren, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together to him, we ask you not to be soon shaken in mind or troubled, either by spirit or by word or by letter, as if from us, as though the day of, the, of Christ had come. Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come until the falling away comes first. He was saying the falling away, the apostasy has come. And I would agree. It's not just that. It's all kinds of things. And we're realizing it says the man and the man of sin is revealed. The, we know who the man of sin is now. The son of perdition. Same thing. Call him the, the man of lawlessness. The man of sin. The son of perdition. The antichrist. Uh, we, uh, there are lots of different names. It's, just, it's all the new world order. The New World Order. It's also called in Revelation, the Beast of Revelation. This gigantic behemoth monster that's just ripping and tearing and destroying and being tyrannical over all the world. This man of sin has been revealed. Not to everyone. There are a lot of people who are still asleep. But we now know. Even kids know about the New World Order. There, he's been. This has been revealed. This tyranny all over the world has been revealed to a lot of people. Everyone realizes these people are our sworn enemy, and they worship Satan. Okay. 
He exalts and exposes, exalts himself, I'm sorry, opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped. They do. They think they're God. They think they're God. They oppose and exalt themselves above all that is called God or is worshipped. They believe they are to be worshipped. You have to do what we say, when we say, and we can bomb you. And we can, we can, from a point of a gun, we can make you get out of your house. And, and if you don't like it, you, you just have to, you know, we, we said, well, we're for peace. We're for peace. As long as you get out and give us all your stuff, we're for peace. You give us the land, we're for peace. If someone comes to your house at the, butt of a, at the point of a gun, at gunpoint, and says for you to get out of your house, and they say they're for peace, they're anything but for peace. Don't tell me you're for peace. You're not for peace. You're for war. And they sit as God in the temple of God, showing themselves as that himself, that he is God. It's not an, a single individual. No, it's this conglomerate. This, 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 they work as a unit. This new world order works as a unit. In the temple of God, in, 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 they try to get into our head and into our hearts and into our minds that we obey and we do whatever they say. They, they want to set themselves up in our heart that we have to just, oh, we have to support them and we have to go to war and we have to, because we have to take a jab and all the different things. Do you not remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things and now you know who, what is restraining that he may be revealed in his own time. There's a time and this is what the Lord has, has shown us in the, in the, my, on my website, you'll see this beautiful sign of the son of man that appeared revela uh, uh, from Revelation chapter 12 verses one and two on September 23rd, 2017. This is the time. This is finally the time and that we are realizing this is what's happening now for the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. That lawlessness has always been going on way back in the day when he wrote this in the time of the Roman empire. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. The Holy spirit has been restraining this truth from coming out until it was time until all of humanity was ready all the way around the world. Believers were, uh, the gospel has gone throughout the world so that believers are all over the world who would rise up against this tyrannical new world order. And then the lawless one will be revealed whom the Lord can, will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. That's what's happening. We're going to see that, you guys. It's going to be amazing. They're going to be destroyed and gone from us. The coming of the lawless one is according to the work of Satan with all powers, signs, and lying wonders, with all unrighteous deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. They've, they've doubled down and doubled down to be part of this evil system, and they are completely deceived and deluded. For this reason, God will send them strong delusion to join in with this evil league that they should believe that lie, that they may be condemned because they did not believe the truth, but have pleasure in unrighteousness. That's exactly who these people are. They have pleasure in unrighteousness. Okay, here's the Balfour Declaration. I wanted you to see this real quick, and I'm going to have to do another video about this because this is really, really important. But in the Balfour Declaration, and earlier I was calling it agreement. It's not an agreement. There was no agreement made. This was a declaration by the King of England, the Majesty, His Majesty's government, whatever. He, he called it Palestine. Check this out. The Majesty's government view with favor the establishment in Palestine of a national home. So if someone says that its name was not originally Palestine. That is not true. The King of England, who wrote the Balfour Declaration, called it Palestine. He says, and it shall clearly be understood that nothing shall be done which may prejudice the civil and religious rights of existing non-Jewish communities in Palestine. 
Palestine. That's what its ancient name was. So this is what they were saying is that they, their rights could not be abused. But you see here, clearly their rights have been abused. And I asked last night a question on my telegram. I said, you guys tell me if there's, what is the way that you can tell me that this is not abuse of the people's rights, their civil and religious rights, where all of this was Palestine. And now the people of uh, the people who who lived there are reduced to this little postage stamp size area. And now they're being pushed completely. They're attempting to push them completely out. How is it that their rights have not been, um, been, uh, uh, damaged and look at also, also this, which shows the human cost of the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. You look at all these numbers right here of the deaths of the Palestinians compared to the Israelis. There's no doubt about it. This is just from 2008 to 2020. This is what's happened. Look at all of this death and destruction on the Palestinian side. They, there's no way anyone can, can convince me that this was not, that Israel is for peace. And again, it's not the people, it's the cabal that runs it. And this is where they're backed in a corner. This is what's going on. So look at this, look at what they've, they've done. There's, there's no explanation for this that you can't say someone is for peace. When you look at these images and that there were 15 uh, Hamas people that they actually got and they've gone in and wreaked this type of devastation in Gaza. There's just, there's no, no explanation for it. And this is what the other things that need to be shared with people. So they see it because many people are busy trying to raise their kids, doing, you know, watching the game, having, trying to have a life. And they have no idea of the evil that's happening right over here. And they're, they're easily duped. Okay. So so someone did respond and oh my goodness, my time is out. I'm going to have to do another video on this because it's so important, but this is the promise that the Lord says. He said that if you keep my word, then you will have the land. But if you do not, if you do Baal worship, then you will be removed from the land. This is what happened. They were removed from the land, uprooted from the land. It's all throughout God's word. It's very clear. And they were scattered. Oh goodness, that was loud. <laughs> they were scattered throughout all of uh, all the world. And this is many of us are. This is our ancestors that were that we were part of this, and we were scattered. And the Lord will bless us. There's no doubt about it. I'm going to show you real super quick in Ezekiel. It says, "I will reaffirm my covenant with you, and you will know that I'm the Lord." You'll remember your sins and cover your mouth in silent shame when I forgive you for all you have done. So he, he's going to res restore uh, this to us, not particularly that land because we're, we're, we filled the earth with believers and we can't all fit on, on this land of Israel. Okay. I'll remember that covenant I made with you and I will establish an everlasting covenant with us. It's not about dirt. It's about his covenant with us of love. All right. So I wanted to show you that. Oh, and don't forget to go and watch my time is out, but go and watch police state. You guys, you can go to police state film.net and I'll do another video, another short one about, uh, this, uh, about, about Palestine. But anyway, um, go to police state film.net. And I think that's everything. Is that everything?
Yes, I, time's run out. Let's pray. Thank you again, Lord. We prom, we praise you and thank you that you put all this in your word. And I know, Lord, there's so much confusion. But Lord, just guide us into all truth. Fill us with your spirit so we know what's what is true and what is not. And I thank you for the Freedom Force Battalion. I thank you for Brideon.tv. I thank you for all these who are working so hard to get the truth out and, and giving us a platform for free speech so we can talk about these things, reason about these things, and come together in agreement on these things about who we are truly fighting and those who would, would, would harm the innocent, harm the innocent, Lord, protect the innocent, protect, help us so that we can help to protect the innocent. And we pray that very soon we'll see this breakthrough. We want to see this breakthrough for the world to be set free from this evil. And we pray this in your great name, King Jesus. Amen. I love you guys. I got to run and you got to run. And I will talk to you next Wednesday, 10 a.m. Central on Brideon.tv. Hey there, Patriots. This is part two of that video I just posted. I didn't get to, to share this information, so I wanted to very quickly talk about this. The Balfour Declaration is where the King of England sent to Lord Rothschild that he was giving him this land of Palestine. First of all, they called it Palestine. Looky here. His Majesty's government view with favor the establishment in Palestine. It calls it Palestine twice, twice. So if someone says it's not called Palestine, it was called Palestine historically. And so then he says, um, he wants to give this land to the, the Jewish Zionist uh, for them to be able to live there, which in one sense would be fine, but he didn't have it to give except by authority of this being a, the king and also by the power of the of the of uh, the British uh, military, okay? So here at the end, though, I want you to see it says they clearly understood that nothing shall be done which may prejudice the civil and religious rights of the existing non-Jewish communities in Palestine. This is where we were talking about, that there's no way you can look at this map and not say that this has been prejudiced. Their, their rights have been prejudiced. They started out where they had this chunk of the land, and now they're reduced to this little bitty postage stamp. They're in an open air prison in the land and now they want to push them out completely. And so there's have been lots of different things that have gone over uh, the many years, but it's very important to see that the, the, the injuries and the deaths have high, been highly on the Palestinian side. Look at the comparison. It's not even close. And so I want you to see this and then I want you to see this is what's happening right now in Gaza. There is no explanation for this. They already have caught the people that they say were the Hamas people who went over into Israel, if that even was was true. Who knows what the truth is? Because I don't trust just anything they say. But the point is, there's no explanation for such a, a, a damage as this. It's a crime against humanity, against civilians. Okay, so I posted this this map of, of what's happened over time. And so this person, uh, someone shared a video. And so I wanted to give you my response because I was simply asking, please tell me if I'm if I'm misunderstanding some of this history, please let me know. Well, this person comes on, and first of all, they're saying that the people who have a difference of opinion from him are stupid. And I'm saying, well, if, if someone's coming at it with that standpoint, more than likely they are just a bunch of bullies and they don't have the truth on their side if they have to talk like that. All right, so then I said, um, he says the land was not called Palestine, but I have maps that label it Palestine from the 1800s. Let me see if I can show you that one. I don't think I have that one, but anyway, the point 
point is we have maps and you saw clearly that the Balfour Declaration identified it as Palestine. And it's, don't forget, it's not an agreement. It's not the Balfour Agreement. It's the Balfour Declaration. There was no agreement. There was no agreement. It was a declaration by the king. How was the land owned by the British? Well, they stole it. They merely said it was theirs by the power of the Royal Navy, as they always did. We know that they were colonialists. Did the Lord use it for good to get the gospel to go throughout the world because believers were using this and they whatever? Yes, the Lord used it for good. But did it mean what they did was right? No. In the 1917, they gave this land to the Rothschilds in the Balfour Declaration. In 1948, the UN, by the power of the UN military might, forced 700,000 people to leave their homes. And this man who was on there was acting like that, that would be okay. He said they, the Israel always won all these battles. They won the battle fair and square. Well, it's not fair and square if you have the British military behind you or you have the UN power behind you. So that, that makes it... Um, unfair and and they they other uh forces all around Jordan and Lebanon and Egypt came in to try to help but they all lost badly because it was against they were fighting against the UN forces which is unfair it's, it, and then all these people who had rights to these properties they lost their properties and they've never been able to go back to their homes he says, and now whether they are Arabs, whether they are the tribes of Judah, whether who knows what these you know, what these people are, and it doesn't really matter. We're talking about are these are these were these people treated in a in a legal way? The Bible clearly says that you've got to treat people fairly, and you cannot steal from people, and you cannot take their property by force. If someone came to your house and they at a gunpoint said you have to get out, and then they say, oh, we're for peace, they're there's not they're clearly not for peace. And don't tell me you're for peace when you want to, you're removing me from my property at the gunpoint. He says it was unreasonable for the surrounding nations to come help the people in Palestine who were being removed from their homes just because the King of England and the UN say something is fair. That doesn't make it so. Israel Cabal had the UN back them to win that six-day war and did another land grab, reducing the Palestinian territory even more. This is what's showing here. It just got smaller and smaller and smaller with each time that they would go about doing a, a land grab. The people have been reduced to two million people on a very small bit of land, and there's no room for any. He would say, oh, they are so pathetic that they don't do any infrastructure. The people have nothing. They're little of nothing that and that they can that they can use to 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 build any infrastructure, and, and all that is they, they're extremely poor. Everything that comes into this area is by the permission and good graces of Israel. They can't just bring something in. Um, they're completely controlled in the world's largest open air prison. They do not have control over what comes into their territory. Israel controls their products, their electricity, and their water. They have the highest suicide rate in all the earth. In the past 23 years, now I don't know if that's exactly right. I don't know how many actually have died in Israel and were killed by Palestinians. I've heard conflicting reports. So someone can say Israel has been fair and worked for peace, but these actions that I'm showing you here do not bear that out. There's just, I just don't see any way that that can be the truth. Just because someone says they're for peace does not mean they're for peace. When you the actions speak louder than words. Um, so I think that man was just a propagandist. Maybe he's ignorant. Maybe he's one of the shills. I don't know. 
but he's not looking at this in a legal way. Um, none of his arguments explain why the Palestinians were tricked into living in a crowded open-air prison like hell on earth, just like the demons would want us to live in, and, would, and they would say we should be grateful. Now, many people all over the world from war have had their property removed from them. Does that mean it was right? Does might make right? Is that where we are? Is that what we're reduced to? And this is what we're going down to. Is Are we are we willing to change? At the precipice, are we going to find the will to change where we don't take might doesn't make right? Where we don't take things from people? Does that possibly mean that we might end up losing our property and it is given back to people? Well, let me just tell you this. The I didn't steal anything from the people, right? Like like from the Indians in America. I didn't. You probably didn't either. But those who did are the ones who will have to pay it back. And that's where it's the year of Jubilee. Remember, the Jubilee is where the, all the debts are canceled and the captives are freed and where the, the land is returned to those who rightfully own it. So, if, it, if someone is does own this land, then they can either, if, if, I, have, if I have to move, that I'll have to move. Because I, I, we have to set this world right. We have to set this world right. But I, the, I'm not the one who's going to pay the price. The one who'd have to pay the price is the one who actually stole it, which is the government. Okay, And this is where all that money, that $33 trillion, is going to go to pay uh, off all these debts all this, all this, and get these things back into the hands of the people to whom it belongs. And the ones who are, who've, who've been the thieves, they'll be left penniless and helpless, as it says in Habakkuk chapter 2. Okay, that's what I was not able to tell because my time completely ran out. But I wanted you to see this promise. The Lord said there's blessings for obedience. This is in Deuteronomy chapter 28. So I want you to go and check this out. If you fully obey the Lord and keep uh, carefully keep all his commandments that I'm giving you, the Lord will be will set you on high above all the nations of the earth. You'll experience all the blessings if you obey the Lord your God. Your towns and your fields will be blessed. Your children and your crops will be blessed. The offspring of your herds and flocks will be blessed. Your fruit baskets and bread boards will be blessed. Wherever you go and whatever you do, you will be blessed. The Lord will conquer your enemies when they attack you. They will attack you from one direction, but you will scatter them. Uh, they will scatter from you in seven directions. Okay, so these are all the blessings that come with obedience. And these are all the promises the Lord had for them if they would not fall into Baal worship, into worshiping demons. But unfortunately, that's exactly what they they did. They fell into this evil sin of worshiping demons. He says, if you refuse to listen to the Lord your God and do not obey all the commands and decrees I'm giving you today, all these curses will come and overwhelm you. Your towns and your fields will be cursed. Your fruit baskets and your breadboards will be cursed. Your children and your crops will be cursed. The offspring of your herds and flocks will be cursed. Wherever you go and whatever you do will be cursed. This is what the Lord said. And he said that he would give them the land if they would obey. That's the covenant. That's a two-way street. If they didn't obey, they would be uprooted from the land, as I read to you the other day from Jeremiah 31, okay? Uh, if your hearts turn away and you refuse to listen, this is actually from Deuteronomy 30. If you're drawn away to serve and worship other gods, then I warn you now that you will certainly be destroyed. You will not live a long, good life in the land you are crossing the Jordan to occupy, which is literally this land of Palestine. He said, you won't live in there. There are conditions on the Lord's promises and that the modern church has acted like there's not, but there are. 
There are conditions, and there were conditions for them to be able to stay in the land. We know very clearly that they were uprooted from the land and scattered throughout the world. We, there's no doubt about that. There's, it's clear, maybe some people don't know it, they haven't taught that in the Word of God, but that is the truth. Now, this is what the Lord promised in Ezekiel chapter 16 verse 59. Now, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I will give you what you deserve for you have taken your solemn vows lightly by breaking the covenant. We had an agreement. We had a covenant. This was not a declaration where the Lord says, I'll, you, you, know, you do this and, 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 and I don't have any responsibility. The Lord had said, I will take care of you. I will bless you. I will protect you. All of that he said he would do, but they had to keep their side. Well, they didn't keep their side. Just like a marriage is a vow, a covenant. You make uh, It's two people making this agreement to be faithful to each other. They, they did not keep this covenant with the Lord. Yet, in verse 60, I'll remember the covenant I made with you when you were young, and I will establish an everlasting covenant with you. Look at that. The Lord, even though we our ancestors sinned against him, did the Baal worship, even though many of us have sinned against the Lord, he is still faithful and he will restore us because of his faithfulness and his love for us. And this is what we're seeing. Not the land, not the original land, but all over the world. Um, I will remember with, sh uh, you, then you will remember with shame all the evil you've done. I'll make your sisters, Samaria and Sodom, to be your daughters, even though they are not part of our covenant. And I will uh, reaffirm my covenant with you, and you will know that I am the Lord. You will remember your sins and cover your mouth in silent shame when I forgive you for all you have done. I, the sovereign Lord, have spoken. Amen. This is what we're, we're going to see is the Lord will keep this everlasting covenant. He had this covenant with them. Actually, some people call it the Palestinian covenant to have the land of Palestine. But that covenant, the God's people broke. And so all bets are off. But the Lord says, I'll make another covenant with you. And you will have you'll, the meek will inherit the earth. The earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters fill the sea. The meek, his people, will inherit the earth and we will rule and reign with him. This is his everlasting covenant. All right. And so, okay, yeah, I was going to show you that, but I think that's I think that's everything I wanted to share with you guys because my time ran out on the other video. So I will, um, I will keep posting all these this wonderful information over on freedomforce.live and so definitely join with us on all the social media over there so that you can don't miss a thing because buckle up <laughs> buckle up because we're going to see we're going to see a lot of amazing things in the next couple of weeks this red october has been wild and get ready you guys we're going to see these these promises fulfilled let's pray before we go thank you again lord we praise you and thank you that this is true, that you have promised this and nothing can stop what is coming because this is your promise. Even though we've broken the promises over and over and over and our ancestors did, you are still faithful and you still love us and you're, you're going to uh, make another promise with us and you will keep every promise that you ever make. We thank you and we praise you in your great name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Okay, guys, I love you guys. I will talk to you later.